What are you watching? I'm watching. Oops. Microphone. Mate. I'm the watching on the side of your head. Yeah. It's a microphone. <laughs> I just finished watching on Netflix yep. um, a show called Behind Her Eyes. Oh. Which I thought it was good until the last episode. Oh. Yeah, there was a bit of a twist in it that made it a, a slightly different show than, than you'd think it was. Right. Yeah. So it's I'm never going to watch it. What, what is it? Well, no, it's a show about um, a woman who has who just accidentally bumps into a guy, um, and they hit it off, and they have an affair, and then she finds out she's she turns up at work, and the new doctor in her surgery is this bloke, who she had a, this one uh, night stand with, and they you know, he's how many married. episodes? Six Netflix. It's worth worth a watch. It's okay. actually not bad. It's pretty good, and um, yeah, so it gets a bit entangled, and sort of there's a wife. The wife has a backstory, and uh, all these other things going on, and she's a she's a divorce. The the woman from the from the from the uh, office is a a black woman who's had a child, and she's divorced, and uh, yeah, it's it, it it was it kept me kept me intrigued for the whole the whole bit. It was okay. pretty good. Worth worth a watch. What about you? Law and Order, man. I'm still... Law and Order. It's like, it's like I need to... Play a different song, mate. It's like I need to delete... I need to unplug my fetch at the office. Yeah, it's right. actually causing me problems. So you have it... But are you... Are you, you sort of have it as your background show, mate? That's my problem. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't, I, no I, I Stephen. I'm not backgrounding I, okay. it. Okay. Oh, you're watching it. Yes. You're not backgrounding it. Right. That's my problem. Because I can't back... I, if it's a mate, show I'll I'm watch two on, episodes before it came in. Is that right? Mm. Jeez. Busy day at the FGM office, eh? Good <laughs> on you, mate. Busy day today. But it's... No, but it's a problem. Like I'm telling you, it's a problem. Yeah. I can You got to go to Law and Orders Anonymous. Yeah, really? I need. I need My to. My name's Trevor Long, and I'm a. Law I and need order to ring addict. Scott Lawson from Fetch and say, "Mate, can you can you <laughs> just cancel my account? I just can't. There's can't have it anymore. There's a stop button on it, mate. I don't you know? have the ability to press that. Really? Wow. Yep. Oh, no, no, that's amazing. Wow. Yep. What else are you watching apart from that? That's nothing. Much it. Nothing. Yeah. That's it. No, just blanket. Like the law and Order. Formula One's been on the last couple yeah. of weeks. Formula One's been cancelled out of Melbourne. Fucking pissed off about that. Yeah, so it's two years in a row now, eh? Wow. Yeah, but I thought so. So, what's the gripe? Is that wasn't it due to in later this year? Like when was it due? It's November. November. Yeah. So what the hell are they doing it now for? Well, so there's two problems. One oh, is trying to fly people in. One is Victoria asked the government to reduce the incoming flight cap, so there's less ability to get people into the country. Right. And it doesn't look good when you're bringing probably a thousand people in who that's how big the Formula One circus yeah. is when there's 40,000 Australians that want to come in or whatever that so yeah, it's not a good right, PR story right. and secondly the Formula One circuit is running as normal with social distancing essentially right they don't in want to other quarantine. parts of the world yeah they don't yeah. want to fucking quarantine well they're back to normal aren't they Europe's like, Mate, I saw, was watching Wimbledon the other in, day packed crowd yeah, no masks the British Formula One Grand Prix next weekend yeah. full crowd yeah they got 20,000 cases a day. Because didn't Boris say, uh, he Boris said, Johnson, mate, July 17, this is the date. all bets are off. All yeah. bets are That's off. That's what yeah. Scott Morrison should do. We said it he last can't week. until we it's vac- till the yeah. vaccinations are well, out. My second vaccine is in uh, a month. I'm, oh, I'll be fully vaccinated in one month. Yeah. Because AstraZeneca, you've got to wait three months between yeah. shots. Mate, I blame but, yeah. everyone who bagged AstraZeneca. You know, Britain has been vaccinated with AstraZeneca. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and isn't it isn't it a part now where Pfizer we're supposed to get more Pfizer, but the US are taking our allotment or something? Or will Europe Europe want to keep it because it's it can't, it's for US company A Pfizer, so we're, it's getting hard. So I think AstraZeneca and most of you said most of the UK of all ages are AstraZeneca. Yeah, you know the 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 reason I think we've the stumbling block is that all this confusion about AstraZeneca isn't it for over sixties, over forties now there there's people I think seven thousand people under forty had it in in Australia this week. Yeah, so get into it. Get into it. Better than nothing. 
I just I, yeah. I'll put it this way. Um, there was a point, weirdly, um, just before lockdown, where Scott Morrison announced that they were going to trial the um, return from home if vaccinated quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Home he, quarantine. He didn't put a date on it. Though. No, but he, they were just talked about that. And I yeah. thought, you know what? What about like Samsung Unpacked or Apple iPhone? Yeah. Like, you know, is it possible? This this year. Is yeah. it possible? Yeah. Oh, mate. Now I'm thinking CES is impossible. Like, you reckon? CES, I'm going, mate. I'm going. Yeah. So are you, are you? You're going to go? I'm booked. I'm going. But you've got to get a travel exemption to go. Well, we've got six months to work on it, mate. Yeah. And you've got to be willing to quarantine for two weeks afterwards. Well, that isn't... It, won't it depend on the quarantine requirements of the time? Yes, but at this point, there is zero... Yeah. Zero indication that's going to change. But but, but Zero what, indication. But by what Scott Morrison said the other day, if you're fully vaccinated, it'll be home quarantine. Yeah, but that's, that, was a, that was talking about doing a trial. Yeah, okay. There's just no guarantee that's going to happen. Okay. We'll play it by you. But I thought... Um, <coughs> and I'll put it this way. Yeah. I just... Even though you have to isolate at home in a, in a separate room, I, I just don't think my wife would be happy with me being away don't for a week anyway? and a half and two weeks in a hotel room. Yeah, of course. Yeah. My wife would say, oh, can you go away more often? <laughs> I'm kind of hoping nah. that's what she starts to think is maybe you've been around too long. What? And we need a break. <laughs> can you nick off? <laughs> um, that's my thought. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway. Um, but so I thought, what are you going to say? I was you just going to say, I've invested Solid headline. gear change I've invested, here. I've invested. Yeah, I just, I've, you know what? I'm a bit sick of COVID. So yeah, hey, we won't talk about COVID anymore on this show. There you go. Hopefully. Boom. Um, I went hard on the golf investment after last week. I noticed, yeah. I noticed. So I bought new clubs the morning of our game last week, yep. which was good. Gave Taylor hit. That was Beautiful. good. Um, so you, you, you sort of and pop, I went, pop the cherry on them. Good yep. on you. And then I went on to a few websites and I found one where I went, I can just buy all this stuff. And I bought shoes. I uh, hey. bought a cart. Look out. And um, bought a couple of towels. You had a glove. For the thing. You had a glove. Oh, I already had a glove. Yep. I bought some things for the the green, but they turned marker? out to be no. They turned out to be bloody poker chips. They're stupid. So, oh. I'll just I'll keep going. How big are they? Like poker chips. Oh shit, that's big. Like casino chips, you know. Yeah, I've got one um, from St Michael's. It's a it's a, a marker, but I'm having, five cent piece. I'm having dramas with St Michael's right now, but okay, moving on. Um, <coughs> yeah. So so I'm looking forward to getting my big green buggy. Green, uh, yeah. yeah. I bought a bright green. Nice. Yeah, because I wanted to stand out. And what colour's your bag? Red and black, and the clubs have got green. So red and green, green bags. South man, good on you. Yeah, there you go. Um, good for you. So I'm gonna, we're going to so open that up. So golf is a real could be a rabbit hole because you get into it, you I get better at it. We're getting better at it. I feel we're playing oh, better. I, I feel you know? I'm enjoying it as much as I did the first yeah, time, which yep. is good. I haven't we're lost playing the better for it. Yeah. I just want to keep playing better, and that's why I didn't yep. buy clubs until I knew that I could be consistent at it. Um, I I don't see I see my next investment being a, a local membership for me up yep. our way, so we've got somewhere to go. Yep, like Pennant Hills or Asquith or both, because yep. they'll be cheap because they're public courses. Yep. Um, but that I don't. To be honest, I don't see it being a rabbit hole for me, other than what I've yeah. done. Okay. Yeah, I've. Uh I uh, I've it, got the I bought the new the buggy that yep. with the road control sort of goes by itself. Yep. And um, I'm also thinking of up selling my current set of pings and getting the new ones. Yeah. The G. Right. The, I've got the G20s. How? It's not going to make a difference to your game. Well, I know, but I just I just like to have the latest. That's your problem. That's my issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's pr- your problem. Yeah, there's no. There's no yeah. We, we I, won't go there. I but, think. Uh, um, yeah. I think I'm drawing a line in the sand. I've now got. Same with me. Yeah. I've got. We've got to stop spending because I know yeah. we're doing very well, yeah. but you got to stop spending. I've got some good stuff. I've made some some nice investments in in lots of little things. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna buy. I'm, I'm gonna look at one more watch. <laughs> one more watch. 
Because it's just a limited edition. It's just limited to more. two thousand in the world. Okay. Okay. And how much is it? It's 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 okay. It's decent. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's it'll full, be good. Solid four figures. It'll be good. Right. I think, mate, I'll probably okay. be able to sell it that day. Really? But in ten years. So it's only ten two thousand. We're talking tags, aren't we? Tag. Yeah. You're a tag man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, for a good watch, that's uh, you. You stuck up some fingers at me, so yeah. that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I reckon. I think. I think it's good. You weren't so making a rude. You weren't making a rude no, gesture. No, you were no. telling me the price. I there. wasn't surrounding. That's decent. I wasn't surrounding the middle finger with, with barriers for for the for what you're getting. I don't. I reckon that's not too bad. I also like genuinely. I look at that stuff. Like I, if you're I, into if you're into it, I reckon you're. You, there's, I've got to say, you're a long time dead. You know. Yeah. And Get also, into it. Do it. Like I look around this room and I go, I know. I just know how much <laughs> passion. No, no. Yeah. I'm going to be serious. I know how much passion you have. Oh yeah. For the stuff that you're surrounded by. Absolutely. Mate. And it doesn't matter. I reckon some of these pieces are worth hundreds. Some are worth thousands. Some of them. And worth it doesn't matter. Tens right? of thousands. It doesn't matter. It, but only now because I've had them a long they, time. They, they all create the same yeah. overall reward. Yeah. But I love sitting in this room. When it comes time for them to be sold, oh, yeah. once you're passed, oh yeah, because they're never, you're not going to sell these when you're retired. You're still going to sit and look at your buddy. What are they called? Um, my the, my the back twelve backs. Twelve backs. Yeah. You're going to sit and look at your twelve backs in your retirement home, mate. You that, never know. You know what? I might decide. You know what? I'm just going to sell it lot, sell the lot, and then you know. Start start fresh because you know you, we you might, might downsize. You know, like my kids might. You know, in the future they're going to get married and move out, and it'll just be Joe and I. Yeah. So if there is a you be like Joe, we need a four bedroom, one for Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. one for tech, one for me, one for, one for you. Yeah, that's right. She's already complaining about how much of the house I occupy already. So yeah, uh, if we have to downsize, it, I'd still want a dedicated room like this to yeah. watch my movies and yeah. just to have that sort of experience. Yep. But yeah, I think it comes a time. I'm just saying that I think that it doesn't matter the value. Physically, I think that it's it's the value to absolutely like your, your, your heart, what it means to you. No, yeah. That's right, mate. That's right. I I, I, I agree with that. I think there's a million things yeah. I could have bought over the years. Yeah, because I had the money to, but didn't because they don't mean anything to me. Yeah, true. At yeah, all, I'm the same. And like I said, I said during the the main episode, the four nine four, the two blokes. There are some you place value on their various things where you think. You might think, okay, spending that kind of money on a watch is think is thinking, yeah, of course. Mm. Whereas I might think, yeah, I'm not kind of a watch. I'm not a watch no. guy. Yeah, and everyone has like there might be someone else who who's. Whereas more I'm not into, a massive memorabilia or um yeah. uh, or telescope. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So you there might be someone else who might be I know audiophiles. Yes, and 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 cinephiles like me, and I've fallen into all those categories. They're not scared to spend money I've because got, they know that the result they're going to get is going to make them happy. I've got a set of Sennheiser over ear HD eight hundred, I think they are called mm. um, anniversary edition yeah. headphones that are like two and a half grand, right? Mm. They're sitting downstairs in a shelf. They're in their box. They're beautiful. They're they're mm. amazing. I, I'll never get any value out of those headphones. And so there's a guy I know who who makes music. He has a recording studio, and I just think that's who I'm going to give them to. Mm. Once they're past the point of use to EFTM, in that I can use yeah. them as reference headphones for yeah. examples and stuff. They are going to get a beautiful life yeah. with someone else because I can't give them the value that I I get the same satisfaction listening to a six hundred dollar set of headphones yeah. as I do out of those two thousand. Of course, I think yeah, there comes a point where, and I remember years ago when I was reviewing earphones when I was still working at the telly. Actually, there was there's a company I think it was might have been Panasonic. They have people on the payroll 
that have what they call golden ears. Yeah. Have you heard yeah, of this? I think you told me about Where they go, the, gold, yeah. the golden ears. And, yeah. and someone who can say, oh, yeah, that sounds, that's, to hear all the nuances in the audio. And yep. to you or me, we might be listening to a 6,000 pair of earphones and a 600 and can't tell the difference. Whereas these people can tell the difference yep. in a big way. And that's that's kind of a part of being an audiophile as you can hear that. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's those people too who place the value who would think who would say, Yeah, oh bloody oath, that's their shit, yeah, they're fifty thousand dollars a pair, those speakers. But it's why and and the only reference I'll make to COVID is and there's a reason for it. When I walked in, I said to Joe, Where what's he doing? And she goes, You listen to Gladys. And I didn't even have the radio on in the car, even though it was 11 o'clock, because I yeah. went, you know what? Mate, Gladys has become a cult figure at 11 o'clock. Joe rushes home to watch Gladys at 11. But here's the thing. Yeah. The impact on my life, from what she says, yeah. is minimal. Yeah. And all I need to do is follow the outcome. And I'll get the outcome in a, in a message from Service News of the Bales yeah. or in the 6 o'clock news tonight. Because yeah. they don't in, in, in impose restrictions from 11 o'clock. They're always from the next day or that night, yeah. right? So if I watch the 6 o'clock news, and this is what I said the other week, I've just toned back on that consumption of, of the aggro, the news. Like, yeah. I was talking about Amanda about this the other day, about how we've just become a whinging society. Mm. People just whinge about everything. But you know what? Now... Like, mate, just... Why are you whinging about that? Yeah, I, I think... <coughs> Yeah, and you know what? It's fair enough. Like Australia is a free country. That's it's the envy of the world. Normally, forget COVID, and now we've got all these restrictions. Like the 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 guys, the St George players with their party. Yeah, dumb idea, and like no thought went into it. But if 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 I if you had a said to Paul Vaughan, the player who got sacked from the St George, right? Yeah. St George. In two years' time, you're going to hold a party at your house with your teammates and get the sack for it. Yeah. He'll go, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. He'd be like, why? What did I do? Yeah. Did, was there drugs there? Yeah. No, no. No. The, the whole of Sydney wasn't allowed to have parties and you had but, one. Yeah, and fuck off, mate. So that, that's sort of looking at it one way. And I'm, think, I'm sympathetic. I'm thinking, look, you made a, you, you're, he's got form. He, he apparently went out for lunch out of the bubble last year oh, and yeah. there was some kind of other scandal he's involved with. So it was like a third strike. See you later. And so on one hand, I'm thinking, look, Pretty dumb. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, look, he, he put the game at risk. Because mm. you think of all the other players who can't do yep. that. Who Like New Zealand Warriors haven't been home for a year and a half. Yeah. They're here. Families and so are home. That, that's my, my point about the kind of just the mentality is, like, in terms of affecting me, I, I live a pretty sheltered life. So yeah. the restrictions, apart from so the fact I. that I, I, can't li- I can't go to Channel 9, I yeah. have to do that well, from the office. I do 2GB all it, week over Skype It doesn't well, make yeah. much difference, yeah. right? Whereas Daniel Ricciardo hasn't seen his family. And he, he's a grown man; doesn't seem to see his mum. But yeah. at the at the launch of the McLaren in March this year, uh, Daniel was sitting there with Lando at the McLaren Technology Centre, and they had this big screen, and they brought the drivers out, and they went, "Daniel, someone to say hello." And they had this video of his mum, oh. dad, and little nephew, and Daniel nearly cried, mate, because wow. he hadn't seen this kid. Who's he, when you when you're remember when you were thirty something and you didn't maybe you did have kids, but you had nephews or something, and they're like they're, they're the love of your life. Kids. It's like wow, this is amazing. Yeah, I had kids. So Daniel doesn't have kids, but. Yeah, yeah, he's got no, this exactly right. kid that looks up to him. Yeah, and, of course. And I just so that's why if I go. You, you know what? Denied that, of course. I've I've now got I've got great time with my kids and my family. Um, yeah. And this this golf thing is like this great yeah. thing that I now look. It's like, like a we've new always talked thing. about how we look forward to the podcast every week because it's yeah. just a down. It's just a easy yep. thing to do. We're mates. We can do it easily. And now we've got this also this this switch off where I can go. Yeah. You know, mate, this afternoon. Because I've got nothing on, yep. and I've got I've, I'll check my emails over lunch. But I'm pretty confident I can get back to everyone tonight. Yep. I can switch my phone off. Absolutely, and I can play yep. nine holes of golf, yep. and then get home and go. Had a great day. 
Yep. I've got to do Sky News tonight and stuff, but it's no big mm-hmm. deal. It's after kids are in bed and stuff. It's, you know what, we're, we're so easy. lucky. Yeah. We're, we've, we've, we've created something really lucky in, yeah, in what I agree. we do. And I, agree. I, I feel for those people that are I affected differently. What's ad- added to the whinge factor, though, is, is us seeing... Americans, July Fourth, nothing doing, everything's normal. Europe, yeah, back to some even, European summers on, and and these was these were the countries that six months ago had massive cases, a lot of deaths, yeah. that were in trouble, and we were the ones who were flying, yeah. and now we're the ones who are stuck in a bubble now because of what's going on. We had um, the whinge factor. I, I I guess that that annoys me is we so we've been in lockdown for two weeks. And we've got a great local park um, yeah. where the kids, there's a riding track and there's a pirate ship to play on. We haven't been there in probably five years regularly because the kids are older than the pirate ship now. But every yeah. day, pretty much, we walk there or they ride there and the kids play for a bit. They run around. Yeah. Mate, there's more people there than I've ever seen in my life. And it's, you know what? It's lovely. Yeah, it's it's an amazing community. It, it feels great and it's wonderful. And then you go on the Facebook group. Yeah. For the local community, and there's someone going, Well, I just think it's amazing that the mums were standing there and talking to each other, not social distancing. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. What did that, wh- well, what, what did it matter? Was, you know what, Why I did posting that same. on Facebook matter to you? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't post stuff like that. I have noticed though, I went, went, my parents live at Maruba Beach, right? So I went down there, took some takeaway coffees because we couldn't sit in the cafe anymore. So I took takeaway coffees to, to my, my parents, my brother Mario, and myself, so four of us together, and um, drive into their house. It was a Saturday. Hmm. And the beach was packed. Yeah. People sitting around like having picnics and I'm thinking, what lockdown? <laughs> There's people out and about doing stuff. But anyway, look, I've got a solid gear change. Yeah, right? hit me, hit me. I want to talk about um, inspirational stories, inspirational people. Okay. There's two in, two in particular, right? And one was, uh, I, I'm a big Rocky fan, right? Yeah. And the story of Sylvester Stallone, how he created Rocky. I've read all yep. the stuff about You've how read the books. he yep. read the he wrote this script, and he was a struggling actor, and and they the studio wanted he had he literally had to sell his dog because he had no money, and then eventually got bought the dog back, but he didn't have a didn't have two pennies rubbed together. Wrote this script, they offered him. They said, "Yeah, we love your script. We'll give you a hundred thousand for it." Let's see you later. He goes, no, nah, I want to play. I'm, I want to play. I want to be Rocky in it. I'm going to be the main yeah, character. Yeah, I remember you telling this story. Whatever. Yep. And he stuck at it, and look what happened. He had a massive career. And he he took a shot on himself. Yeah. I remember a similar, not a similar story, but a similar inspirational story. I remember as a cadet uh, when I was at News Limited, we had uh, Bryce Courtney came to speak to us. Remember him, wow, the author? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a um, he was a big ad executive. Wrote a wrote a book, The Power of One. Told us the story of writing that book, and he says, "Look, I had a goal to write a book. I gave myself twelve months to write the book." And he was saying that I wrote it. He goes, "It finishes really fast because I ran out of time. I I, I wanted to meet the deadline, so it finishes. It's a great book if you haven't read it." And um, he was saying, "He goes when he wrote it, he only wrote it ever for himself, and that he gave it to friends and family to to um, read." And one of the friends was Jill Rand, you know Neville Rand's wife. Um, who was a book was a book agent or a book publisher. And she read it and thought, this is amazing, this book. And when he when he was before he got a publisher, he sent it as a spec spec you know manuscript to various publishers. And he goes, I'm looking up the biggest publishers in the world and he looked them up, I think Bantam Books was one of the big publishers. And, and what he did, he he glued a couple of pages together to see if they really read it. Sent it to Bantam Books, they sent it back 
page is still stuck together. Sent it to other publishers. No luck. Anyway, Jill Rand gets hold of the book, and he tells his story just brilliantly. Jill Rand got hold of the book. He goes, this is amazing. I'm taking this with me to New York for the – they're they going to auction manuscripts to the biggest publishing houses. He said, okay, do your best. And they we said she took it to New York – and she's called him. She goes, you're not going to believe it. Set a record for, I think, first-time publisher, Australian publisher, million-dollar advance. And he, she said, that's, that's fucking amazing. Who, who's that? He, they said, Bantam Books. <laughs> and he said, tell them to get fucked. And she went, what? He goes, no. He goes, they've, they've had their chance. They had a chance. They are not going to compromise my dream. He said, no, tell them to get stuffed. That's the best. So anyway, the book goes back on the market. Goes up to three million, and he gets an even better deal out of it because he didn't want to settle Compromise. for Bantam Books because they've the knocked him back once. It's a great mate. Story. I remember hearing that. I fucking bought Power of One on the way home from work and read it in like two days. Mm. But mate, what a guy! Stuck with it. He said, "No, million dollars, no way." Just like Stallone, hundred thousand to him then yeah. for a bloke who had nothing. Goes, "No, I'm going to stick with it." And I remember, I remember that it was a really good yarn that he told, and he's a really good storyteller naturally. Yeah, he's a good yeah. writer, but and he he was like the, he was responsible. I don't know whether you know he was responsible for he had a big ad agency. The big thing campaign he came up with was Louis the Fly. Um, remember Louis for the, the Fly? Well, yeah, no, for Louis the was it for Mortine or whatever? Yep. But that was his idea. Like, that's one of his big ideas. He's had this massive ad agency. But um, yeah, just, that always stuck with me. That you know, don't let if if they've had one crack at it and they want it, they didn't realize. What happened before? Can you imagine the shock of Bantam Books when he said, nah, a million dollars, piss off. I, I refused it. Gluing the pages together. <laughs> That's what he did. What a genius. To prove that they'd actually read it. But those two pages were still glued together. Yeah. But he tells it, mate, I wish I'd have recorded what he said that day. It's amazing. He's just such a good storyteller. And a really unique voice. He had a really, really quirky voice as well. But, um, mate, I, I love hearing stories like that. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's you don't really have those kind of not really sliding door, but those decision moments where you go, yeah. you know what, I'm going to knock back money because I think there's more money in it. Yeah. I mean, I, a lot I, of I, I tell you what, well, look at some entrepreneurs have done that. A lot of tech companies have done that. Like I think, yeah. remember when I think I remember reading when Facebook was first getting started, Microsoft offered Zuckerberg five hundred million to buy the company. Yeah, and he said no. And this was like back in its infancy when it was just, it was like a couple of years after launch and yeah, yeah, 500 million, that's half a billion dollars. He said, no, that's brave. You don't knock back half a billion dollars. Yeah. You know, and Microsoft would have owned Facebook. But there you go. But, you know, it's, it's like, what do they say? Hindsight is 2020. You can see, looking back, it's and always. And I guess the, 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 the offset to that is how many stories. Are there of people who did knock it back and never and went never on? Never went on with it. If, well, they're the ones you don't hear about. I because guess they're not. They're not standing on stages no, telling their no, their non-inspirational not, stories. Are they doing that? You're right. You're right. But they um, don't get. They don't get paid ten grand to do a speaking gig where they actually, you know, can no. tell their non-inspirational stories. There you have it. Well, yeah, it's it's like you know, bumps in the road, mate. Just how how people their their standards. You know, like Stallone. Obviously, he wanted his motivation was because he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to star in this movie that literally set up his whole career. Mm. And Bryce Courtney, who I think at the time was pretty well off anyway, he was yeah. an ad exec. He thought, well, you know, if there's a, if there's someone will offer me a million, someone else will be offer a one point two or whatever. Yeah. But 
that was unique too. It was as much a gut decision as it was a business decision. Absolutely right. And I think the fact that they'd already knocked him back once, they weren't going to get another crack at him, that they had their chance and they lost it. And they would have got him a lot cheaper, I think, back then if they had initially accepted the book. It's like it's like um, two other examples. Um, J.K. Rowling, the woman who wrote Harry Potter. Mm. She had rejections from like 38 different publishers for Harry Potter, the initial Harry Potter. And it was this one agent whose daughter grabbed it out of his bag and read it and thought, Dad, this is amazing. And that's what got her a publishing deal. And look what she's a billion. She's the first billionaire author mm. in the world. The other, the other one, and I'm a fan of his work, is Colonel Sanders. Have you, you, you know the KFC, right? You know the story yeah, about how... I'm, I'm aware of the... Oh, 11, you, I'm, I'm aware of his work. Spices. But Colonel Sanders had this secret herbs and spice recipe that he took to more than 100 restaurants and they all knocked, knocked him, him back. back. Can you believe that? You'd think after 20, you'd think, maybe this is shit. Yeah, I mean, what that's... What am I doing? That's the... Can you believe that? That's... What do you call that? That's the, you know, the gutso, the... Wait, that is a m- remarkable. And now look at his chick. He's, he's everywhere. I'm a big fan, and as, as you are. But can you believe that it took more than 100 people said no to him, hmm. and yet he still pressed on? That's just... That's just having just a one single-minded focus and vision of what you want. I know we've talked about it before, but just for those that might not have heard it, you know the great story about KFC and Twitter? No. On Twitter, KFC have 1.5 million followers. Yeah. But they're following Jerry Horner, Herb Scribner, Melanie Brown, Emma Bunton, Mel C, Victoria Beckham. The Spice Girls. They're following 11 people. Six men named Herb and five women who are the Spice Girls. Ah. Eleven herbs <laughs> and spices. spices. That's gold. That's funny. It's so good. Good luck to them. That's great. It's but, so but, good. But doesn't that just say to you, you know what? No one should compromise. If you've got a goal, no one should compromise it. You've just got to keep just just imagine being Herb Waters, who's just a random dude, <laughs> who's, who says, my hustle coming from seeing my own mum struggle to Alumni University of Miami um, How many followers? Steeler number thirty-five. He's only got five thousand followers. He plays football, but not wow. for, not in the NFL. Is he verified? Yeah, they're all okay. verified now. Because okay. look, buddy, KFC's following him. <laughs> it's just change your name to Herb. It's one of the great stories, I reckon. That's there, funny. that um, that's funny. Uh, it's also this week, mate. This week marks yeah. the twentieth anniversary of South Sydney being readmitted to the competition. George Piggins. July 6, down the street. 2001. I was at TUE at the time. Well, the, uh, the March was today and the, March and the was Talking in, League team. The March was in 99 and I think there was another one in 2000. Yeah. But um, the this was the culmination of the court case. Yeah. And, and they, they, they won readmission to the competition. And that, that story of them coming back in 2001 and to... Yeah, obviously they had some lean years and then Russell Crowe got involved and then in 2014 winning the premiership. That was such an achievement after being nowhere to a premiership in 14 years. That's pretty solid. So that's another inspirational story, I think. This goes to show that, uh, yeah, George Piggins, I know him. He coached me when I was at South, uh, just a, such a passionate South Sydney man and, and, and a successful businessman in his own right. Like, you know, he's actually quite wealthy, George Pickens. He, yeah. he had a lot of, um, I think he made his money through, he had all these big trucks. He used to do a lot of shipping and actually patented an invention right. that could help load 
the your the cargo further into the truck so you can actually fit more inside a truck. He invented it. Right. It was this sort of pallet um, moving system that sort of moved it on like a conveyor belt to the back of the truck and then brought it back again so you could put more in. Wow. He, he paid, that's how he made his money. But, um, yeah, what an inspiration for him to, you know, again, like those other stories of the Colonel Sanders and Rocky and all these, you know, Bryce Courtney, people were saying to him, mate, Souths are gone, merge, what are you doing? That was the big thing, merge, merge with the roosters, merge with sharks. But George Piggins thought, no, we're going to stick at it. Mm. And it did, look, look what happened. They're back in the comp and doing very well. They're doing very well. But they, even really? even now, absolutely, mate. They're they're the most one of the most profitable clubs in the in the competition now. They've they've got the most members of any club. Um, their brand, their their Would televised Rusty have got his money back, or was this oh, a well, well, well over? Yeah, no. But oh, really? He's still, you know, he's in, still in cash it. terms or value terms. Oh, I think in value terms for sure. Right. But he's still like the Souths. The, it's it's they've shown that Souths rate better than a lot of other teams on TV. Uh, they've got their sponsorship, um, f- uh, the money they make through sponsorship is higher than other clubs. Their 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 merchandise sells a lot more than other clubs as well. So, mate, this is a that's why George stuck at it because you know we've been around since 1908, and you know working working men and women supported the club, and that's what he wanted to preserve, and he did. You know, like yeah. the, the and, and, and you know, here's me at the time working for bloody Rupert Murdoch at News Limited, who was kicked him out of the comp in the first place. So I was sort of in a unique position myself. But mate, it's uh, it's just an achievement, and and George will always, you know, always go down as being the savior of South Sydney. Yeah, for you know? sure, absolute legend. All right, let's go eat something, play some golf, and then uh, lock ourselves back down again. Yeah, let's go. It's my, my weekly <laughs> exercise back down again. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's all we're allowed. We're allowed to exercise. I go yeah. for a walk with the kids. I walk, I've got to yeah, homeschool next week, so ah. so I will have to do a night time next week. Right. So yeah. no golf next week. We'll just hit the go to the range. Right. Oh, George, it's your tour. No, that's your your go. I assume so. Yeah. Because yeah. so we'll, we'll record and then range. Afterwards. I've got to become a school teacher for a week. Oh, there you go. Or more, Mr. depending Mr. on what Dong. happens. Mr. Long, mate, there'll be. The, I'm Mr. bringing. Trevor. I'm bringing back the frigging cane, Mr. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause my I'm going to get a wooden ruler. teacher, they call her Miss Joe. Miss Joe, yeah, she's going back to school, even though there's no school yeah, well, off. Have, she's got to go. She's got to be back yeah. there. Because yeah. some kids have to go. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. You're allowed to send them, but just you, you get it's. Is that again, right? It's a whinge. So thing. they haven't banned everyone. No, no. They've just recommended you work from home. You, that, you well, that's right. So, like, home. you know, if I had a day job, yeah, of course you got to. You can't like, well, mind your child. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, yeah. let me be clear. I've got to take next week off. Like, yeah. I'm going to be if I'm going to, if there's anything on EFTM next week, it's because I do it at four a.m. Yeah. or at ten p.m. Yeah, I can't work between nine and three. I've got to sit with Harry. Okay. Because Harry needs to be sat with. Bring him with us to the golf course. Yeah, they can't really <laughs> learn. They can't really do education. Yeah, we can. How many how many strokes did Trevor have? That's have count that's them up. not in the curriculum. Count that's up. not that's not today's work. How many work. shots is that? Eight, seven. What anyway, was that? The teachers better make it easy for me. Or I'll be <laughs> filthy. All right, mate. Let's go play golf. Okay.